Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Not only is he apparently a great evaluator of quarterbacks, you know, go back to the uh, 2018 draft class. He had Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson supposedly at the top of his list of quarterbacks that he would want to work with. And that was a class that we all thought was loaded with quarterback talent that ended up being very spotty outside of Allen and Jackson. But he worked with Aaron Rodgers. He's worked with some some really talented people over the course of time. And he's he's not ancient he's 46 years old so he's done a lot in a pretty short period of time he is very well respected as a coach and so for a team where so much is going to hinge on the success of whatever quarterback comes in here next that is why I like the two additions that they've made a longtime quarterbacks coach and Alex Van Pelt a great quarterback evaluator quarterbacks coach himself in Ben McAdoo I think the question is now how does it work on game day? What scheme are they going to deploy to, to help this quarterback moving forward? There are still some, some very obvious question marks surrounding both of these guys. I'll say there's more of them here, though. More people Cleveland didn't want. There's more of them. T.C. McCartney, it's your quarterback's coach. And I'm actually more okay with this one than I've been with some of the other hires. At least he worked for Shanahan for a year. Uh, he's another person Cleveland didn't want to retain. They're all Elliot Wolf hires, just about. Alex Van Pelt, Bob Nack- McAdoo going back to uh, his Green Bay days. I'm sorry, not Bob McAdoo, Ben McAdoo going back to his Green Bay days. You can call him Bob if you want. Yeah. Bob, I'll take Bob McAdoo over Ben McAdoo, that's for sure. Uh, it's hour number two, Jones and Mego with Arcan here on WEEI. We got Brian Scalabrini joining us 90 minutes from now. Get his thoughts on the Celtics making a move for Xavier Tillman earlier today. I don't think they should be done. It's a good, nice little bench move. Make another bench move. You don't need to make big moves. You don't need to make a big splash. And we got text, 37937. Jones, if you don't think this is the piece that puts them over the top and it's not the difference between a championship and no championship, why make the move? Because it's a second rounder in 2030 and you had a trade exception that was about to expire. So, like, what good is the stupid second rounder doing you? In six years, I know there were two <laughs> second rounders. What good is that doing? And the trade exception is about to expire. So Wick can afford it. Wick can afford it with a low trade exception. And then they still have another trade exception for Grant Williams. Those are going to go away. If you don't use them, those are avenues to add to your team. And this team should be all in at the deadline. So fill out your bench. Yeah, That way, if Porzingis gets hurt, you have somebody who can play minutes for you. So I like this move. We'll get Scal's thoughts on it coming up. Arcan is all hot and bothered about this Netflix documentary. I really don't get it. If anything, there's a potential, more potential with cameras following around the team. They make a splashy move just for the sake of making a splashy move. I know what it is. I want the Red Sox to do something different. And so if they're now being documented, their every move, even though they'll probably edit out whatever they don't want, I don't buy that crap. 
But if they're being followed around and people are like, boy, that's a boring team. That's a last place team. Maybe there's a little bit more pressure for them to do something. Same thing with Theo. I, I'm happy that there's a little more pressure on them because the fan base booing them on winter weekend and begging for them to sign players isn't enough. That's not working. That isn't working. We've been trying to do that for years. Arkan's frustrated. I think I can speak for him at your optimism. <laughs> is that, that what it you're is? you're such a bobo for the Red Sox right now. Is that what it is? You're excited about a movie on Netflix. You're excited about Theo I, Epstein. I am. And he thinks that none of this really demonstrates anything's going to change. I am, am genuinely I excited. I am genuinely excited for the 2004 one. That one should be good. Go ahead. It does sadden me a little bit to see you fall for all this. Because I do think you're falling for it. All. I, why, what I think a, you're falling for Theo, just climbing the corporate ladder. Not going to be here very long. No, Sam I know Kennedy you think that. Told us that. I mean, he came out and said it basically. A, lo- a lot he's of not people not going to be here all that long, and he's not going to be involved in baseball. And he's already trying to find who the new manager of the, the soccer team's going to be. So, like, I don't like, know. I mean, if he if he's really getting involved, he's really getting in the weeds and doing all that baseball stuff. Fine. And if this documentary is going to compel John Henry to start spending money, like. I just don't buy that. I don't think that that's the they're organizational a, philosophy. They're making a movie about their team. They better find something interesting about their stupid team. And so maybe this is the way they do Why not? It. They already got paid. Who cares? Okay. Well, let's <laughs> let's see. Supposedly they're not making any money off of it, which sure. I also don't believe. I don't believe that for a second. So. Oh, my God. Can I say something? What? The text line says the last movie was Fever Pitch. That season ended up quite nicely. Does <laughs> someone out there think Fever Pitch is a documentary? <laughs> uh, I'm, guess, I'm guessing that's tongue-in-cheek, but you never know with the text line. So here's what I would say. A lot of people didn't like Dombrowski as GM. And I've been pounding the table ever since they moved on from Dombrowski that they're going to start cheaping out. So, Arkan, maybe I'm just ahead of the curve on this one. Could you acknowledge that? I was ahead of the curve on Dombrowski and them cheaping out. Maybe I'm just ahead of the curve again. Maybe I'm not in the bag for them. Maybe I just see something that you don't see. Maybe, but, I mean, they didn't hire another Dave Dombrowski. They hired they Craig ha- Breslow. They, ha- they hired a better general they manager. They hired Craig Breslow. They've, they brought back Theo Epstein. Theo Epstein's not the general manager, okay. Jones. Who hired He's Craig a minority Bres- owner like LeBron James. Who, who hired Craig Breslow? He's going to definitely have more to do with the baseball team than LeBron. I hope so. Who hired Craig Breslow in Chicago? Uh, that was Theo Epstein. So. What the hell does that matter? Well, oh, that's I, not new. We knew that Theo Epstein yeah. had a say in Craig Breslow being no, hired here. No, but I'm saying. But you don't think if Theo tells Breslow to do something, he's not going to listen? And I think Henry's going to listen to Theo as well. So that, to me, is the difference. All right, so next year, maybe that'll all be great. But this year, they already basically signaled that they're slashing payroll, and this year's going to suck. So I don't think that the documentary cameras being there is going to make the, any difference in that. Maybe they it's going to be a crappy, uh, bare-bones baseball I, I don't think they're signing anybody. I'm with you on that. Maybe they make a trade. Maybe they trade some of these prospects and do something. Jones finally likes something. You're trying to talk him yeah, out of it. seriously. It's like, oh, I, can't, I, I Jones, you hate everything. Genuinely loves Did baseball. we just hear if they're going to make a trade? Theo. It's going to be like Duran and... This is the soundtrack. Kenley Jansen. No, no, no. Yeah. So those those like, kind of trades. Tra- when you <laughs> trade say make a trade, sure. like that's the trades <laughs> no, no, they're no, gonna make. No, no. I'm talking about trading prospects. I know, and I think that that's not something that's gonna happen in the immediate future. Okay. Theo did plenty of it while he was here. Uh, so let's see. That's what they should be doing. Like I don't think all these tickets are gonna cash. You know, Marcelo Meyer. You've already lost. You've already lost out on Marcelo. He has done nothing but lose value. Since you drafted him. Now, I saw him ranked eighth recently okay. in prospects. Well, he was the fourth pick in the draft, <laughs> and, and and supposedly he was supposed to be like a top five pl- uh, prospect in the game. And he's eighth for Keith Law. He was in like almost 30 for uh, uh, Kylie McDaniel at ESPN. Baseball America is not super high on their farm system, so I'd be moving prospects. Uh, and maybe there's a change in philosophy. But no, you just want him to keep doing the same thing. Just keep, Just keep having John Henry just run the show. Don't bring in guys like Theo. 
Uh, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I want them to sign players. I want them to actually make moves and sign players and spend money. That's what I'd like to see. Yeah, so bring in somebody different so into the ownership group. bring in Theo Epstein to come in and tell them to do it. Like, that's ridiculous Okay, to me. it's not ridiculous. Leaving the ownership group the same is how they're going to keep doing the same thing. Changing it up is how they might do something different. That's what I'm trying to Theo tell you. Theo Epstein's influence is way less ridiculous than saying Netflix cameras, production cameras are going to be there, so now the Red Sox, Red Sox are going to change how they Why is that do silly? business. Why is that silly? Because I don't think that they care about anything like that. You don't that. think they care about how this comes across? No. Then why are they doing it? I, for the money. I don't, so maybe. I don't know how much they're going to make off a dumb Netflix be, documentary. I, even though they're saying they don't have final cut. Like, okay, so maybe they're going hand in hand with production throughout each episode or however they're doing this documentary where they're like, okay, now we have 25 minutes on the history yeah. of the green monster. Right. We don't have final edit. Just means like, I'm sure that definition, if you want to really boil it down, means John Henry won't be sitting there like actually editing stuff out. But Netflix understands what the Red Sox want in there and what Damn they don't. Final Cut backed up on me again. Look, I hope they feed the monster. They used to feed the monster for Nesson. And so hopefully they do that for their documentary on Netflix as well. Uh, JP is in North Providence. Go ahead, JP. JP. Why don't we get a movie showing John Henry on the yacht cruising around the bay? That ought to make me feel good. I'm fired up. I'm with Arcan on this one. It's like a restaurant saying, oh, here you go. Your table's going to be an hour and a half. We don't have a head chef, so we're going to toss you a little dried-out appetizer to, to wet your whistle. Jones, when the station needed somebody, they went and got Arcan. They went and got you. People follow players. They got a great... New person in yeah. Lego. People follow players. Oh, I don't care about the other stuff. Get me stars. I, I don't need a movie. I'm so fired up on this. It's ruining my one day off in the last two months, Jones. Okay. Well, By the Jay, way, were well, you okay with Marcus Smart coming back? The I, other, you must have been crying the other uh, night. I was uh, very emotional about it. No, 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 no. Emotional day for all of us. Again, I've been, say, I've been saying they need to spend for five years and spend on the roster. Like, ever since they let Dombrowski go, I've been telling you they're cutting payroll. So, I like, if you're just learning they need to sign players, then you're a little behind. What I'm telling you is this might be where it changes. Like, I, I think they're going to start spending on players. It's too late now in this offseason. I wanted Otani. They didn't get him. I wanted Yamamoto. What I'm saying is this is the first sign of change. More Theo than the documentary, but I don't mind the documentary. Um, There's still a lot of pitchers they can sign right now. Yeah, I don't. Those are the kind of guys. But they're that, not the guys that are going to move the needle to Jones's liking. Yeah, like they're they don't they're not big but, enough stars. But with the net with the Netflix documentary, I think it's more likely they sign Jordan Montgomery. Like you know what's good for the Netflix documentary? I think Arcan? it's going to be like Tristan Cassis walking around barefoot. You know with, what's good for the documentary? Silly music in the background, and here's the history of the Jordan Green Montgomery's and, wife at MGH or wherever wherever she's doing a resident. You know what's good for the documentary? That you know what's good for the team? A starting pitcher like Jordan Montgomery to help. Uh, to help go to the rotation you, once every five you, days. I think it's this is what I'm telling you. Now that they're doing the documentary, I think it's more likely they're going to sign a guy that you want them to sign. I'm telling you, that. you don't want them to sign anybody. You're like you're all out. Well, don't do anything now. Let's just go into this year and not sign any pitchers and let them all sit there. Blake Snell, Cy Young winner, Jordan Montgomery, World Series hero last no. year. Don't sign any of those guys. No. Let's just do it all next year with Theo. No, that's what it sounds like you're saying. No, what I've said is if they want to spend money, go ahead and spend money. Sign players. I just don't think Jordan Montgomery gets you out of last place. That's all I've said. Montgomery and Snell might. Hmm. 617-779-7937. Yeah, maybe your fourth place. Uh, we'll get to all your feedback here coming up on the Red Sox, their documentary. Theo, back with the Red Sox. The latest that the Celtics did. Arcan has details on that. And I do want to get to Kendrick Bourne. Uh, Kendrick Bourne was yeah. asked who the Patriots should bring in at quarterback. He wants them to draft one. Which one? 
Uh, you'll hear that right after trending with Arkin. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Jones and Mako on WEEI. Who's the best quarterback in this draft? Is it Caleb Williams? Is it Drake May? Is it Jaden Daniels? I like Jaden Daniels. So I'm Jaden Daniels fan. Um, Heisman Trophy winner, obviously. I love the, the play, how he plays, being able to be versatile. So I think that'll be a strong suit for us. Just, just trade in down. my opinion. See, I keep saying trade down. Trade <laughs> down ad. Don't do it? Ah, don't do it. That's one quote-unquote patriot. I don't know how long he's going to be here for. Kendrick Bourne on the Quick Slants podcast. Doesn't only say take a quarterback, Mego. He gives you a name. He says, go get Jaden Daniels. I mean, I didn't really want Kendrick Bourne back on the team. I don't really care. But you got to wonder if Drake May is going to hold that against him. That's the kind of input I want. If he has <laughs> don't any do input. it. Don't do it. Don't trade back. Take a quarterback. And here's what I want you to take. Good. I hope they're getting more of that as opposed to Elliot Wolf wants to take a tackle and we're just running back Green Bay from 5, 10, 15 years ago where they draft a defensive player every year in the first round. I like that better. So I'm 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 now open to bringing back Kendrick Bourne. I didn't think I wanted him back, but if that's the kind of feedback You're he's not giving, being serious, I'm right? not, I'm now open. I'm now open to having him on the team. It does make me wonder because I, I I'm not against re-signing Kendrick Bourne. I think he's going to take a huge discount. I don't think he has a big market out there right now. If you can be in a scenario where you have Demario Douglas and Kendrick Bourne as like your three and four, the only question is then with Devontae Parker and Juju Smith-Schuster, those big contracts, like what are you doing with those guys? Cut them. Yeah. I mean, I really would just like clean sweep. Yeah. But the, I wouldn't be opposed to resetting. Like you may be feeling like. You're paying oh, them either way. Like, okay, you're throwing more money at Kendrick Bourne and then you're paying these two other guys who aren't even going to do anything on your roster. I think. But I, I would like the idea of Kendrick Bourne and Demario Douglas as a three and four. That that's who those guys should be in the league. Like at least right yeah. now for Demario Douglas. Yeah, I just I think you can upgrade that receiver position, whether it's the draft, free agency. I'm not trying to run it back with anybody. Well then you, you get a one and two in there. 
No, I understand, but I just, my default has been, I'm not trying to run it back with... Don't do it. People in the front office, people on the coaching staff, people on the roster. I've always been a KB fan. Like, I I don't know. Like, I like his energy. He seems like an infectiously happy person, and he says sure. crazy stuff on and off the record, it appears... So I like that for him. Okay, fine. His infectious energy got them to a four-win team last year. And, he was injured. And, uh, and he wasn't an allowed eight, to play under Matt eight Patricia. Win, an eight-win team the year before. Stink, stunk, and stink. So it's like people like Van Pelt's energy, too. Are, are you on board with Alex Van Pelt because people like I him? I kind of am, he's, And he's got a good honest. sense of humor? Yeah, he calls himself pudgy. Okay. Sorry, husky. Yeah, no, 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 no. He calls himself the Pillsbury Doughboy. That's what he calls himself. And so, great. I mean, he's got a good attitude. That's something. And he's a decent enough player. I'm just, I would be thinking bigger at that position. Oh, wait, but I'm, I'm saying do both. Like, I, I, you absolutely need to go bigger. Kendrick Bourne can be your three. That's, that's a perfect yeah, place for him. I'm that's saying, who he was in San Francisco. I'm saying think bigger at three. And, you know, draft a guy. Sign two and draft one. Like, you should be churning that position over, not running it back with the I'm more concerned had. with, like, Parker and Juju Smith-Schuster, though. They shouldn't, on. they shouldn't be on the team. What's the concern? That they're going to be. Okay, they shouldn't be. If they are, Especially that's a terrible sign. Especially with Smith-Schuster's contract. Yeah, cut him. Not that hard. Cut him. Bye. They it, have- is, it is maybe like that, that. Maybe that's burning cash. Maybe that's how they're going to sell burning cash. You know how we're burning cash? We're cutting these big contracts. Taking all these cap hits from these wide receivers. <laughs> exactly. Cut, yeah. is, watch us burn this cash. You Here guys don't like Juju? You guys don't like Devontae Parker? Okay, but that's... Here we go. We're burning it. That's That's better than bringing him back. Right, but it's not exactly the burning it's cash the, that you want them. It's not to the do. definition I had, but something tells me what everything I wanted them to do, they're not doing. So something tells me in free agency they're not going to do it, and at quarterback they're probably not going to do it. Like something tells me that's not happening. What do you mean in the draft? I'm 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 starting to wonder. Yes, Mego. No, you're like, just getting a little anxious. Yes, you're getting I, cold feet because okay. the draft is on the horizon. That's after not it, the though. Super Bowl. I'm getting cold feet because I don't like anything they're doing. I don't like anything they're doing. What have you liked that they've brought in so far? What okay. we can actually tangibly judge them on. I like Gerard Mayo. You do? Yeah. I don't. Okay, I like Gerard Mayo. I, I can't grapple with Covington. Like, I think that's fine. Okay. I'm trying to think more on the offensive side. What have they done that I really like? Nothing. I, I do like Alex Van Pelt being the doughboy. Okay, that's I funny. don't. Like Arcan is other there, than that, yeah, you're right. Look, there's but not. But they a, haven't. They haven't made the moves that I'm really going to be concerned with. So I agree. Far. It's going to be much like, more about personnel. The GM thing bothers me more than anything. Okay. To be totally honest. Okay. Well, then that's that's, that's part, part of, of it. That's yeah. part of the moves they've made or lack of moves they've made. But it, it seems like they're fortifying around Elliot Wolf and or ownership, which is going to pull Elliot Wolf's puppet strings. That's what they're doing. I don't like that either. That's another thing I don't like. So what, what do you like anything they've done, Arkan? I don't. I mean, not really. Like, I, none of it really was anything I wanted. It's not like it's any of these names or names that I, before the season or before last season, were like, I really hope they get this guy. Didn't you guys want Bill fired? I mean, yes. yeah. But okay, sorry. So I do I do like that. I haven't replaced, you know, Mayo wasn't my first choice. And this offensive coordinator and really any of them weren't any of my first choices or any of the Patriots' first choices. So that's really why I don't like it is because, if the Patriots had a plan, they had to veer off from that plan because they weren't getting the names that they wanted. No, I, People were turning them down. So now you're sort of left with this mishmash of people that Elliot Wolf knows. They're still getting it. turned yeah. down. The offensive line coach that they wanted turned them down today. So now they have the assistant line coach, the jiu-jitsu, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter, who's going to be going toe-to-toe on the mat with uh, Joe Mazzula, I'm sure. Can we briefly talk about the, the video, video yesterday? yesterday from Christoph Porzingis of Joe Mazzula climbing his jiu-jitsu instructor looked- like a 
tree? He looked like a stripper on a pole is what he looked like. I mean, that's <laughs> Missoula was climbing that guy like a stripper on a I pole. I thought that guy was Porzingis like on his knees for a second. And I was like, no way. And then I was like, wait, Porzingis is filming this and that's that guy standing all the way up. Okay, never mind. <laughs> If you don't know what we're talking about, you can go on Twitter and just look up Joe Missoula videos. I recommend not looking up why Drake is trending. Well, or do. I mean, or do. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna show everyone for looking do, that yeah. up. Yeah, you want you, you know you want to see what you're working against. Uh, so when it comes to uh, when it comes to the hires, they're still getting turned down. And I do find myself liking the Mayo hire a little bit more which just tells me how bad everything else is because i was so against that i'm against that whole thought process line this guy up a year or two in advance don't do a coaching search like another bill guy i was so against well, do you that. want them to have a plan or no plan okay i want a plan but their plan also mego this this wasn't their plan like to pretend like this was their Gerard plan Mayo it wasn't was their no plan. he wasn't there, it he was, was just a year early correct but that wasn't the plan mm-hmm. the plan was we're gonna get bill the wins record and we're gonna be good in 2023 and then bill's gonna be back again in 2024 and then we're gonna turn it over so this was not their plan they liked mayo but this was not their plan and it's not fair to call it their plan so i more and more am looking at the mayo hire like oh that's not so bad which I guess means I like it a little bit more by the day, but it's really just because I loathe everything else they've done. And by the way, if you're watching on Twitch, you can see Joe. Oh my God, I thought we were putting the Drake video up there. Joe on the stripper pole is uh, is what you can see here on the human he stripper pole. reminds me of like a little koala bear, you know? Like now you see making a his way to the stage. Over the tree. Making his way to the stage now, Joe Mazzula. Yeah, it does look like a koala. It's very cute. You know, they, get very, ti- they get very tired very easily, those koalas, you know that. You know they have chlamydia. All the koala bears have chlamydia. And also, if you go to Australia, they don't let you hold them. They don't? No. You no, can only you pose. Hold one? Yeah, especially they're, they're adorable. They're just Gross. riddled with chlamydia. They're not going to give you chlamydia by sitting on your shoulder. I didn't know the chlamydia thing. Is that not how it works? That, and I still not not want to touch one. That's first that not, base. Is that not oh, how it works? That's how Arkan got chlamydia. <laughs> hey. Oh, she was I don't know exactly how it happened. I was on a, my shoulder. I was at a petting zoo with a koala. Yeah. That's how I got it, honey. <laughs> I was doing jujitsu with a koala. 617-779-7937. Kevin is in Borica. Go ahead, Kevin. Hey, Adam and uh, Megan and Christian. Thank Hi, you Kevin. for taking my call. Sure, Kevin. I mean, you, you, you've been talking about, you know, the Green Bay model for the last couple of days, and you listed off the draft picks that they had last year. Mm-hmm. But just like the Patriots... But over the last 30 years, we've had two great quarterbacks. They had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. When when did they ever have the third pick in the draft? So I don't, you know, offensive lineman and third pick in the draft, that ain't happening. I don't know if it's going to be a quarterback, a Marvin Harrison Jr., so, but look, you've been on this thing. No, look, have- it's a fair point. They've had the quarterback, so they haven't needed to draft the quarterback. And when Elliott Wolf was in Cleveland, they did take Baker Mayfield first. And so it's a fair counterpoint. You know, oh, well, they never drafted uh, a quarterback. It's only because you didn't listen to Ben McAdoo. Okay, but they also never drafted on offense, right? Mm -hmm. And Aaron Rodgers needed receivers at various points. What was it? They drafted two players in the first round over nine years or something? No, it was more than that, and and it was three if you count Rodgers, but it was two offensive linemen and Rodgers. Those were all the first-round picks during Elliott Wolf's entire tenure in Green Bay. That's giving him a lot of credit. He was never the GM, but that's giving him a lot of credit for how it went down there. So, look, maybe it's not fair to look at what they were doing with quarterbacks because they had quarterbacks. They went from Favre to Rodgers to Jordan Love. Fine, I get that. They still weren't drafting on offense, 
and they still weren't doing exactly what I wanted them to. When they were drafting in the first round on offense, it was offensive line, which I don't want. I know a lot of you out there do. These two are much more open to it than I am, uh, but you can weigh in on it. 617-779-7937. Ryan, let me hear a little bit more from Kendrick Bourne. I like this uh, this stint from Kendrick Bourne. This, uh, I'm less interested in the Mac piece of it. Listen to how he talks about the offense and the team last year with Mac Jones at QB. Mac Jones was really liked. I think it, it was rough in 2023. Uh, 2022 obviously was rough, as you just talked about. Yeah. And then 2023, it got more rough. So I think it just it was two years of, of, of roughness, of, of kind of rebuilding and trying to find who we were. And I think it was just a, it was kind of a toxic place. People pointing the fingers and things like that in the locker room. Not too bad, but you could feel the energy. You know, I've been a part of a winning locker room, mm-hmm. as you know, in San Francisco. And, I, and it was just Oof. different. It was it was harder. Um, to to get through those situations so i don't say he wasn't liked it was just everybody's point of view is different so i love mac i have a good relationship with him but i couldn't tell you how somebody else felt so i think it was just different emotions about him okay so first of all he's like other people didn't like him i liked him i can't speak for other people they didn't like him number one uh number two this from zach gelb this was not from the tommy current quick slants podcast we'll play another clip from that coming up but this from zach gelb he's making the rounds at uh at the super bowl in vegas number three it was toxic, and I know what a winning locker room looks like. You winced at that. Yeah, because there was a winning locker room here in 2021, but he immediately goes to, when I was winning, it was in San Francisco. Like, just kind of blowing right past that, saying yeah. it's been two and, years of roughness. And by the way, Kendrick Bourne, you didn't win, just FYI. We, we, in New England, we talk about winning like a, a Super Bowl, not just getting to one. Uh, but anyway, keep going. No, that's what I was wincing at. It was like, oof, okay. <laughs> like, So the, the toxic... Look, toxic is kind of a buzzword that people throw around, but calling a locker room toxic is super strong. Okay. Like that, that you can't really say something worse than that. Okay. Don't you think he knows that? Y- yeah. Right. Which tells me it's true. Like yeah, that. I don't think he was just saying. No, it me say either. It like I mean, that. I think he's a professional athlete. And so they, they know he's they not some put him on the field. I mean, he was, he would get one play and he'd get to make a 60 yard catch and they'd yank him off the field. It was toxic. Okay. And so I agree. And yeah. even not even that year. And he's talking about 2022 and 2020, like. 2023 it was a mess belichick didn't like mayo mayo didn't like belichick there were factions within the locker room never mind with the quarterbacks who didn't like each other mac jones and uh, bailey zappi who couldn't watch film together couldn't be in the same room together which was reported by burt breer like a month ago so that sounds toxic your coach doesn't like the future coach who's being pushed out the coach may not trust the owner the owner was done with the coach the quarterbacks don't like each other Toxic is the right, it's a strong word, but it's the right word. And Bill O'Brien's like, what am I doing here <laughs> in the middle of all of it? Bill O'Brien, uh, has he been hired at BC yet? Is that, that's not official yet, right? Mm-mm. I can't say I have like an alert for it, so I haven't checked. I just, again, Bill O'Brien went from college to the Patriots, needed to jam him in as their offensive coordinator. And a lot of people around here thought he was going to be some difference maker. And now he's back in college, which gives you, this is who the crafts wanted. This is who the Crafts wanted. I know Bill gave them a list of, hey, who's on the list? Here's who I want. And this is who the Crafts wanted. So I question their judgment on stuff like this. Uh, meanwhile, just because we're playing some uh, Kendrick Bourne clips, and I like these, let me hear how he felt about uh, Matt Patricia and the job that Patricia did as offensive coordinator in 2022. This is from Quick Slants. I can honestly say, too, you know, I could have been better in, in certain areas, but I was getting into the game with it of, Feeling, feeling sorry for myself. So I kind of fell victim to the situation. I could have approached it probably differently as I think about it now. But also, you know, when you have your best players, 
you give your best players the opportunity to play, I feel like. And I, that's who I was coming out of 2022. So it was just a tough situation, man. And it just sucks, bro. It was, yeah. it was something new. We thought we were going to get somebody different. And I think it was just ultimately not the right choice to put him in that position. Okay, so uh, I misspoke again. That's from Zach Gelb again, not from uh, Curran's Quick Slants. So shame, shame on me. I watch. God, all, do you hate Zach? I watch all these clips. I who is that? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. I'm just wondering if you hate him. I have no idea who he's he is. of our Odyssey family. I watched. I watched the clip. I enjoyed the clips. I just I forgot which I one. That was a really good interview. So look, nothing new on Patricia, but you know that's that's how the organization has been run, and they got to fix things. And it it doesn't really feel like they're fixing it. None, none of this feels like a fix to me. Can I ask you something? Yeah. The way that Kendrick Bourne talks himself about himself in that that piece, when he talks about coming out of 2021, he says you put your players in a position where they get to play mm-hmm. and your, your best players, and that's who I was coming into that season. Mm-hmm. Do you want Kendrick Bourne back if he's still holding on to 2021 and thinking about, like, no. I'm a guy who's going to get 1,000 no. yards? I already told you I don't want him back. So, uh, look, I, I don't, I don't, that's not really my main reason. I'm just ready to move on and churn the roster, and I don't need these players back. But, sure, if you want to add that as, like, an ancillary reason, does he have an inflated sense of self, and he thinks he's a better player than he is? I think people back then thought so, yes. Going into that season, and that was some of the issues between him and Patricia, and him going out there publicly and saying he wanted a 1,000-yard season. And I know that wasn't happily received in Foxborough. Like, by the staff being like, why are you out here talking about your 1,000-yard yeah. season? add it to the list. I don't need him back. Does that bother you, Arkan? No, not really. I mean, if he's here as your third receiver, I think he's probably one of the better third receivers uh, around. You know, I don't think there's a lot of teams that have a third receiver as good as him, so I'd, I'd keep him around if you put two guys in front of him, sure. Let's go to Paul in Rhode Island waiting patiently. Go ahead, Paul. Thank you very much. Uh, I may go. Hey, what's up, Paul? Uh, let me – how are you? I'm going. To, I'm attacking you today. I, I'm not attacking Radical Jones. Okay. Listen, I don't care. If, I'm happy for Wolf. It's just. It's his time, and he he's been around. But I'm gonna tell you, Jonathan, you better open to that purse, and it better not have a zipper on it because I'm gonna tell you right now, you have to spend the money, Jonathan. This is on you. Okay, Mego, are you? Why was that coming after me? Because uh, I well I think what he was saying is and this is what I was going to ask because uh, you don't believe that Jonathan is going to get involved right you don't believe ownership is going to get involved I think he's going to get involved if they go away from getting a quarterback I believe that because they you wait, just if they go the... a, wait if they go away from getting a quarterback yeah in the draft you think Jonathan will be less involved if they if they take an offensive lineman I think ownership wants a quarterback oh, me too. in the draft yes, yes like they read the letter that they sent to the season ticket holders they're talking about Drew Bledsoe and that this is the most impactful draft in 30 years if you think that they're going to trade down and take a offensive lineman and be the 11th or 14th pick that's quite a departure from what they're telling their season ticket holders yeah. and again look I, I I like where your head's at on that letter to season ticket holders I also just I don't even need it like they're an irrelevant organization that needs buzz and they need a quarterback. And so my guess is, of course, ownership wants it. I'm sure ownership wants it in Washington as well. They're trying to find it in Chicago. When you're a bad team without a quarterback, that's what you need. Uh, 617-779-7937. Jonathan, I, you better open to that purse. You better. I do agree. If it's just Elliot, if it's just the internal guys, Elliot Wolf and Matt Grow, who are, you know, just just children of lifetime NFL guys who Bill was friends with. I think it's more likely that ownership is involved than if they hire an outside GM. 
So that, to me, continues to look like pulling the puppet strings. But we'll see. Uh, if they draft a quarterback, I think that's telling. 617-779-7937, even though I think that's the right move. I will continue with all your feedback coming up. Uh, if you want to dial us up on the Patriots, hang out on the phones there. We'll get back with a quick thought on the Bruins and then back to all your Patriots phone calls next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're right back to it. Jones and Mego on WEEI. 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 You were right there at the, at the start of the third period when you got the five-month free goal. With too many... What led to that? Was it over or, or miscommunication? What happened there? Um, well, the, the power play units got a little mixed up um, because of a late change, and then it's just myself not communicating well enough to the players who had who on changes. Here's Huberto with the shot. Scores! Huberto! corner! That's my fault. 3-1 Calgary. I gotta be honest, kind of refreshing. Here's somebody come out and say, yeah, my fault. I screwed up. Too many men on the ice didn't communicate it properly. My fault. You know what it is? What? It's the opposite of the Lions' cute little action with the refs. Yeah. Yeah. We it were trying is. to pull this cute little bait and switch with guys subbing and guys not subbing, and you screwed it up because you weren't paying close enough attention. Yeah. I mean, look. Monty's like, yeah, that one's on me. I'm going to wear that one. I don't have some giant indictment on Jim Montgomery and his coaching or the Bruins and the direction. Although my buddy was at the game last night and he texted me. He said, the second the second you took the over on 120 points, I knew they were screwed. Jones, I texted the college girl chat and I got an immediate 10 out of 10 back. Well, this is uh, an off-air discussion going on about uh, Dave Canales. This, this is a survey that we're conducting among Dave, women. Dave Canal ass, more like it. <laughs> is the shed pooper in that uh, group text? <laughs> yeah, is she attracted to him? No comment. That's a yes. Someone I take in, him back to my shed. Dave you know Canal, I mean. hot piece of ass. Someone on the text line said, never let a koala on your Home Depot bucket. That's how you can get chlamydia. That's a great point. Um, but okay, uh, aside from the hotness of Shared Dave Canales. Surfaces. Which my wife has, all, my wife also, this is why I'm interested in this subject, is because my wife also, uh, just watching the Bucks in one of their playoff games, was like, who is that guy? Yeah, men, like, if you want to feel upset. He's up, on, he's up on the screen. This is just a, this is a hot man. Ask the woman in your life how she feels about the Panthers. That's not always feel upset. That's I don't not need the best picture. I was just going to say, that's not the most flattering that's picture not the of him, right? I think, See, I think Zeke did that on purpose because he doesn't want the women falling over yeah, get Canales. Him, get him more tan with like more of a five o'clock shadow going on, Zeke. I've, I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah, uh, get him when he's like smoldering on the sideline. <laughs> not when he's in the middle of answering Can you get him like question. fresh out of the shower maybe? Like, yeah. Get him in like a towel if you could. Get Zeke. him on his Home Depot bucket. See, Netflix screwed up because they should be following that guy around. <laughs> no, they should. Uh, so anyway, neither here nor there on Dave Canales, but this is a, this was a, a, a debate the entire last commercial break. Uh, when it comes to the Bruins, a little refreshing to hear it from Jim Montgomery. Why, why were they flat last night? Do we just blame the time off? Are we going to give them that out because they haven't traditionally looked like that and they look like that after 10 or 11 days off? No, this was the perfect entryway point back from uh, the All-Star weekend. And I think that this goes towards something that you've been 
raising the alarm about, which is the physicality. Like, this was a team that was way more physical even after the whistle against the Bruins. And the Bruins, like Brad Marchand, tried to get something going once or twice, but there wasn't a lot of people and there to back him up. He got penalized for being on the on the, the bad end of it, for God's sakes. And so, yeah, look, I, I want to see. How do they come out of this break? What do they do going into the well, trade they deadline? they got a test next. They do. They have Vancouver next, right? Yeah. So, like, to me, I do want to see some of this and just how they respond. Is it a one-off? Um, if the if the I don't want to give them too much of an out, but that is an outlier performance for them. So let's see how they move uh, or how they perform rather moving forward. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. That said, uh, Monty, get that cleaned up. Get your bench cleaned up before the playoffs, right? Not some grand indictment on you, but let's figure out how to communicate before the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, let's go to the phones. Jim's in the car. Go ahead, Jim. Oh, hi. Uh, getting back to the offensive uh, issues with uh, Pat, uh, you know, this Green Bay connection. I'm wondering if at some point maybe Tom Clemens will come over. He's a really good quarterback coach. Okay. I think he's with the pack now. He's been in and out. He's worked with Aaron Rodgers, Favre, and uh, the guy who played for Rodgers when he got injured, he really helped Was him that out. Matt Flynn? Is he talking about Matt Flynn? So I don't know enough Tom about Tom Clemens is 70 years old. Okay, right. So, I'm sorry, isn't this the quarterback's coach? Yes. TC's? Well, yes. So now I'm going to be the quarterback's coach. This is what I was just going to say. I, I, it sounds like most of their staff is hired. Uh, Ryan, you dropped in uh, something earlier from, was it Cadlick? No, I'm sorry, Evan Lazar. The laser show. Here's what they have filled. Uh, for their roster. They have their offensive coordinator, we think, and Alex Van Pelt. Is that official? Like, has the team said he's the offensive coordinator? I don't think they have. So I know some have wondered, and I don't know if I've heard this or read this. I, I'd have to source it. But some have wondered if Van Pelt is actually going to be calling plays or if they could be bringing someone else in to call plays. How much of a hand is Ben McAdoo going to have in that? So, like, that structure I'm curious about. But OC Alex Van Pelt, offensive assistant Ben McAdoo, quarterbacks coach T.C. McCartney, who uh, spent some time in Colorado. Not team with, did announce Van Pelt. Not with Dion. Thank you. Okay, so they did. And their offensive line coach and Scott Peters. So they still need a wide receiver coach. They still need a running backs coach. They lost Vinny Sanceri to Washington. It sounds like Troy Brown is not going to be back as the wide receiver coach. Oh, he was at, darn. He was at the Senior Bowl. That's just, ter- that's just terrible. And he was wearing Senior Bowl attire, not Patriots attire, which a lot of people latched on to as a clue he's gone. So they Your have a few Senior more- Bowl attire? Yeah, apparently. They have a few more hires to make, uh, tight ends coach as well. He was wearing that Rob Lowe hat that just says NFL. Uh, just, just generic attire, our kid. I mean, that's, that's what Ben McAdoo must have been wearing for the last year just because he was out of football and didn't have a job. And so something tells me people aren't going to be snapping up Troy Brown either. But I don't think uh, Tom Clements is going to be brought in. But I'll let you know. Uh, the next hire will probably be another ex-Green Bay staffer, ex-Cleveland Brown staffer, someone with ties to Elliot Wolf and or Alex Van Pelt. Like, I'd say that's a done deal at this point in time. Ed's in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Ed. Hey, uh, 29-year season ticket holder of the Lingle Patriots, long-time listener for WEI. Welcome. And I got to tell you, at a 2.9% rating, uh-huh. Jones. Yes, at a 2.9% rating. Yes. Tell me why you and Mago should be still on the air. Okay. Well, I don't know. Uh, it's it's, it's a fair question, Ed. We're, uh, we're trying to latch on to more people, uh, I would say, outside of your uh, target range. So it's a fair question. Uh, we could certainly do better in our first year. Uh, that said, when it comes to where the Patriots are at and where we're at, I don't know. I feel a little better about our turnaround, uh, but I guess we'll see. When it comes to uh, the Patriots and what they've hired and who they brought in and their GM candidates, I just I don't feel great about that direction. I don't. 
And so I don't know what you want to tell me, uh, or me to tell you, rather, whether you agree with uh, what you usually hear on the show or not. All I can tell you is what I think. And what I think is this is not my plan. We talked about our plan for weeks and weeks. Text line was saying, Jones, why do you hate everything? Well, I tried to tell you what I wanted them to do and what I thought would be a good move for them. And they haven't done it. So I'm not going to tell you I like it. I understand it's hard to critique the moves of the team when you haven't gotten into free agency or the draft yet. But this is a rebuild from the ground up, at least, or especially on the offensive side of the ball. And I, I just, I would like to hear from somebody what they're inspired by and what the Patriots have done so far. Like, if you really, really like the moves, that's fine. I don't hear anybody calling in and saying that. I can't really think of, there's been like a handful of people well, who are Green Bay fans who say... Arkan likes McAdoo. Love him. I mean, you do, don't no, I'm, you? I'm talking about the, the audience, made, yeah. though. Yeah, no. Like, I, for as much as people get pissed off of, a, oh, you're being so negative, okay, well, which of these moves do you like? I said I really like Gerard Mayo. I'm much more concerned with more than the offensive coaches that they're hiring right now. I'm more concerned with who's doing the picking in the draft, who's going to be executing free agency, and that the whole GM side of things because it seems like Elliot Wolf right now if you're paying attention is just rising in the ranks because he has the most connections outside of New England and if you think that's the right way for it to be done and that it only seems to reflect Cleveland and Green Bay and guys that are coming over here I would like someone to explain how that is the way to be positive about it like that that's the best path of going forward with this I don't and so I never once said, I want the Mike McCarthy offense and uh, make sure you bring in the Cleveland Browns offense from 2018 and 2019 or bring in the Green Bay Packers when they won one Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, which probably wasn't enough. I never heard anybody say that. Uh, but if you like the direction, uh, feel free, 617-779-7937. It's still better than what you have. You know, like if they get to that point and hopefully oh, yeah. beyond it, then you're well, still a big improvement for what you are. Well, yeah, if you become the from, 2010 Green Bay Packers or whatever, you know. From last year, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you know, by that logic. Last two years. Yeah, but by that logic, we can just point to Bill Belichick for 20 years and go, well, this is what they were, right? And so, I, I, that's not my goal. My goal is to not be what Green Bay was, which is an outdated offense and a team that probably didn't win enough. Like, I think Aaron Rodgers with one Super Bowl is is kind of a hole in his resume. Like, he should have more than one. He should have won more than he has. I don't want to celebrate that. And I don't want to rebuild it here 10 years later without Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to do that. Uh, but if you do, again, more power to you. 617-779-7937. It's how you get in touch with Jones and Mego. We'll reset our big question of the day. Up now on Twitter, at Jones and Mego. Uh, who are you rooting for in this Super Bowl? And it does affirm some worldviews we have on roster building. We'll get to it with all your phone calls next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.